Have you go- Everybody's going home. At Home Pools and Spa, their service team can help you with any need you may have. Whether it's opening and getting your pool ready to swim, weekly cleaning, maintenance, or any repairs that may arise throughout the season, need a liner, pump, or filter, they can work on any spa or pool, regardless of the make or model. Visit them today and find out why so many families trust Home Pools and Spa with their pool and spa needs. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Lettington. Your home for the complete broadcast coverage of high school softball, volleyball, football, basketball, and baseball. We're the Parkland's sports leader. AM 1240, KFMO. Go online to kfmosports.com. We're the Parkland's sports leader. AM 1240, KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Oh, good morning to you. How are you today? Did you make it all right through the water park deal last night? Uh, did you come to the water park deal last night? I, I felt like I was kind of walking around. I'm, I'm, I'm not a swimsuit guy. You know, I can't wear that kind of stuff. I, I'd, be, I'd be awful. I just am very, mm, what do you say, humbled in a swimsuit. So I, I felt like I was in somebody's dressing room last night because everybody had on swimsuits, and I did not. Well, not everybody. Some people didn't. There were a few like me. But I had fun. I had a great time. And I helped a lot of you to get through the lines, trying to answer questions like, uh, can we do this? Is this supposed to happen this way? What's going on here? How do you do that? Uh, basically, just uh, hold on, I'll get you the answer, that kind of thing. And watch folks try to decide, well, we'd like to try to win this prize or maybe this prize. Or what about this? What do you think about this one? Oh, we had a lot of stuff. Thanks to all the businesses who were involved, all of those who helped sponsor that event, too, because, uh, you know, it's for the St. Francis County Rotary so they can uh, help do what they do. And remember, you can still help the Rotary if you like, and who wouldn't? It's a great cause. The Rotary does so many things in the community. But we have B-104 night at the ballpark coming up for the St. Louis Cardinals. And you can get a ticket for that from any member of the St. Francis County Rotary. And that money that they make will just be given to them to help do the things they do in the community. And even some things with Rotary International. Uh, they are working on water for homes in the Navajo Nation. And they're also working on getting closed-toed new shoes donated so they can give those to kids who really need the shoes. I've seen some of those children. Um, sometimes you see a kid walking around his toes sticking out of his shoes and things like that, especially even in wet weather sometimes. So, yeah, it's a very good cause. The time is uh, eight minutes after 7 o'clock. We have interviews starting up this hour, one coming up in a little while after news and sports with Ronnie DuBois of the JKK Inheritance Haven in Potosi. We'll talk about how you can help fight sex trafficking and uh, human trafficking of uh, any kind. That's what that group is all about, fighting that. Now stay tuned because, as I said, we do have news, and that's coming up next here at AM 1240. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. 
To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 26th, and it's nine minutes after seven o'clock. In this newscast, we're going to hear about an investigation underway. It's into the identity of a body found lying in a ditch near the area of Highway 8 and Pearl Road in Washington County. The KFMO B104 night at the Farmington Water Park will recap that for you. It was a success. And a local business is changing its name. After 94 years of company success, Paramount Apparel International has made the decision to rebrand itself and proudly introduce Imperial as their new corporate name. And now Imperial's Bonterre branch held a ribbon cutting and sign unveiling Monday with their staff, the Bonterre Chamber, Mayor Eric Schoenhardt, and Bonterre Police Chief Doug Calvert among those in attendance. The Vice President of Apparel with Imperial, Kevin Frankhart spoke to the group outlining what the rebranding really signifies. We're looking actually to change the name, to really make a transition from being a sole manufacturer to a consumer-facing brand. We bought the, uh, the Imperial business in 2012 and have watched it grow over the last 10 years. Part of that growth is, is from the PGA of America, PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, United States Golf Association and American Junior Golf. Along with everything that was golf related, we also have manufacturing and licensing agreements. Uh, we'll continue those uh, that we had before with Paramount, and those include Nike, Peter Millar, Tommy Hilfiger, Vans, and Adidas, and many other global brands. In 2013, Paramount moved all Imperial operations to Missouri. Frankhart added that Imperial in Bonterre is always looking to add staff, so if you're looking to be a part of their team, give them a call. An investigation is underway into the identity of a body found lying in a ditch near the area of Highway 8 and Pearl Road in Washington County Monday. A press release from Potosi Police Chief Michael Gum indicates having arrived on scene, they found a deceased male lying in the ditch. Gum adds that's all the information they can release now since it's an ongoing investigation. The case is being handled by members of the Potosi Police Department, Washington County Sheriff's Office, and the Washington County Coroner. So stay tuned to KFMO News as more information is released from the Potosi Police Department. The KFMO B-104 night at the Farmington Water Park is being called a big success after raising a little over $1,430 for the St. Francis County Rotary Club, this year's chosen charity. An owner and managing partner with Odal Media Group, Chuck Odal, says it was a true team effort with many business leaders in the parkland who donated items for prizes at the event. A lot of our, you know, businesses stepped up and gave us a lot of neat things for mm -hmm. people to be able to have a chance to win and we just really appreciate all of our local businesses just, you know, donating and making this such a good event and such a good fundraiser. The president of the St. Francis County Rotary Club, Annette Schnabel, told us partnerships like this will help in the Rotary's efforts to help communities. We actually have so many activities that we want to sponsor this year as Rotary, so your sponsoring us is making a huge difference. But thanks so much to KFMO for sponsoring us. The two grand prizes, a boy's bike and a girl's bike, were awarded to Isaiah Brooks and 12-year-old Ivy Barton of Park Hills. Records show there were 372 people at Tuesday night's event. And remember, you can still help the St. Francis County Rotary by purchasing tickets to see the St. Louis Cardinals through our 
Night at the Ballpark event with B104, our sister station. Just see any member of the St. Francis County Rotary. And that's news from KFMO. Here's a check of weather conditions. What do we have right now in the parkland as temperature and all of that? It's 79 degrees. The skies are starting to look fair, but with a few clouds. We have uh, a heat advisory going into effect at 11 o'clock this morning. It lasts until 9 p.m. Friday evening. Otherwise, today there's a slight chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm before 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy, hot, the high 99 with the heat index value up to 103. So they've taken out the rain for later in the day that we were predicting last uh, hour, I believe. Gusts of wind out of the southwest will get up to almost 30 miles per hour today. Stay tuned. We have sports coming up here next in just a second with Jared Pettis on KFMO. And remember, you should check our website, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side tonight. We conclude our KFMO Classic Series with a softball Class 1 state championship game that was won by the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors after they beat the Concordia Orioles 2-1 in 9 innings in broadcast game 333 of the season on May 23rd of this year. The game was tied 1-1 throughout its majority after these two runs came early in the contest. Valley scored in the top of the first, then Concordia in the bottom of the second. The only time we saw Joggers in the game yesterday was when she came on in the uh, bottom of the sixth to pinch run for Nicole Gegg. The 2-2. She lifts this one towards right field. That one's going to get over the head of the right fielder after she came in first. It's going to roll all the way to the wall. They're going to wave Wolk around third. She's going to try and score from third first, and she does, and Valley Catholic an early lead, one nothing on KFMO with two outs in the inning on the RBI double from Michaela Joggerst. 19 extra base hits for Inman as well. 13 doubles, a triple, and four homers, nine walks, seven stolen bases, four strikeouts. She'll launch this one to left center field. That'll back up the center fielder. That'll get over the fence, and it's gone. A tie game, one-to-one in the bottom of the second as Kaya Enman produces her fifth home run of the season. And the Concordia faithful on their feet. And it's 1-1 as they put the wrong score on the scoreboard. Now they change it. It wouldn't be until the top of the ninth when Addie Donzi stepped in, being 0-4, but would come through with a go-ahead RBI double. The 1-1. Up the middle. That gets through. That's going to get to the wall. They're going to send home the runner. Gag around. The throw comes into the cutoff man, and Valley Catholic has the lead. 2-1 in the top of the ninth inning. Pitcher Avery Zipperich concluded her incredible 2023 campaign with three Three more outs in the bottom of the ninth to claim Valley Catholic's first title in program history. It's a 3-2 count. The payoff pitch from Ziprich on the ground towards the shortstop played. But the backhand, the throw across the diamond. And Weiler does it again in the field. One away on a solid play by Weiler to wait on the two hopper. Backhand it and fire a strike to Fleeg at first. Gag getting the sign. From the dugout, now gives it to Ziprich. Likes the first one she sees. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. Valley Catholic and out away. Out number two and strike out number 14 in the game for Ziprich. The 0-1. 
Lifted in the air. This could do it. Backing up the first baseman. Fleeg is there. And just like that, Valley Catholic first championship in program history. And it comes on May 23rd, 2023 at 1.12 p.m. And they've done it. A 2-1 to final score. And the Lady Warriors are the champions of Class 1. This KFMO Classic re-airs in its entirety tonight at 6 on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You can go back and listen to all eight of the KFMO Classics in the Audio Vault page of our website, kfmosports.com. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were going for a series winner on Tuesday night in Arizona, but the Diamondbacks had other plans, winning Game 2 of the three-game series to set up the rubber match. Mike Reeves, what happened in Tuesday's game? The Diamondbacks scored three times in the eighth inning against two St. Louis relief pitchers to rally past the Cardinals 3-1 to in Arizona. Jake McCarthy's run-scoring single off of JoJo Romero tied it, then Corbin Carroll's pinch hit two-run triple with two outs off of Chris Stratton gave the Diamondbacks the lead. The only St. Louis run scored when Brendan Donovan stole home as part of a double steal. Both starting pitchers were terrific. Arizona's Merrill Kelly giving up one run over six innings. The Cardinals' Steven Matz tossed shutout ball for six innings. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Cards manager Oliver Marmol left the righty. Chris Stratton in to face a left-handed hitting Corbin Carroll. That was in the eighth inning. Carroll tripled, scoring two runs. Marmol says he was comfortable letting Stratton work through that situation. Stratton's been really good. Um, Specifically, I mean, on lefties. Uh, He's done a really nice job. High punch-out rate. um, High ground ball rate. I mean, he's done his job against both, but lefties, he's been pretty dominant. Starting pitcher Steven Matz has put together a pair of quality starts since returning to the Cardinals rotation. What has that meant to him? I think it's important, you know, you want to contribute to the team. You want to, you want to be an asset, and so just to be able to find myself being able to do that is is a good feeling. Marmol on Matz's six shutout innings. Matz did a really nice job. Uh, changeup was good. Um, fastball got away from him at times, but attacked the zone and uh, was aggressive, but uh, gave us a shot. The rubber match of the series is this afternoon. It's a 2.40 first pitch. That means pregame coverage begins at 1.45. You can tune in to B104.3 to catch the game and hear Jack Flaherty make what could be his final start in a Redbird uniform. Other Cardinal news, and they released their 2024 spring training schedule that features 15 home games and 17 road games, including three games as the visiting team against Miami, giving them 18 total games at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. The Cardinals and Marlins will play a total of seven games next spring. St. Louis will host six different Grapefruit League opponents in 2024, including home games against the Boston Red Sox on February 27th and Minnesota Twins March 5th. The club will also host four games with the Marlins and three with the Washington Nationals, Houston Astros, and New York Mets. The Redbirds will travel to Fort Myers to face the Red Sox and Twins on back-to-back days March 12th and 13th. The Cards will play at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium on nine weekend dates. Additionally, the team's spring training schedule features a pair of split squad dates featuring home and away games on both Saturday, February 24th and Tuesday, March 19th, when the team will host the Marlins and also play at the New York Mets. The Cards will break camp on Sunday, March 24th, following their game against the Houston Astros, then play the Chicago Cubs in a 
pair of spring training games, Monday, March 25th and Tuesday, March 26th at Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona, before opening their 2024 regular season schedule on Thursday, March 28th in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. Other Major League Baseball news and the Atlanta Braves turned an unorthodox 8-3-5 triple play Tuesday night after some suspect base running by the Boston Red Sox on a lazy fly ball to center field. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is competing in the in-season League Cup on Thursday for their second group play match. City lost to Columbus on Sunday and now they battle Club America tomorrow night in St. Louis. It's a 9 o'clock kickoff at City Park. And the NASCAR Cup Series is at Richmond Raceway on Sunday. Michael McDowell is on the playoff bubble and may need to win to save his season. With five races left before the NASCAR playoffs, where is his confidence ahead of Sunday's Cookout 400? I think our, our short track program this year has come so far. You know, last year it was a struggle, and in previous years it's been a struggle. Uh, but, you know, Richmond in that, that first spring race, we had good speed, good strategy, ended up getting a top 10. So, you know, what, what we've learned at Phoenix and New Hampshire and Gateway and, you know, at Richmond, I feel like is applied everywhere. So, you know, we got confidence going back there. Look, it's not our strongest track. We know that. But our short track program has come a long way. Feel like we could put together solid results. And that's what we need to do right now to stay in the playoff hunt. This Sunday's Cookout 400 at Richmond Raceway can be heard on KFMO with pre-race starting at 1 and the green flag waves an hour later at 2 o'clock. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. You want financial freedom as an adult. And as a parent, you'll want your kids to understand exactly where that begins. You can start by opening their very own student checking account at First State Community Bank. Once your son or daughter turns 12, they're eligible for a student checking account with no minimum balance requirements. A student checking account will be easy to understand for them and a wonderful teaching tool for you. First State Community Bank. Success starts here. Visit FSCB.com. Member FDIC. You love pizza? You bet. You have to go to Pizza 101 South in Bonterre. From brick oven pizza to pasta, salads, and appetizers, everything is made with fresh, high-quality ingredients. Any specialty pizzas? Oh, yeah. You can build your own pizza, pasta, or salad. And they have 20 rotating draft beer selections and a smoke-free, family-type place. Well, when are they open? Monday through Saturday. Pizza 101 South on South Division Street in world-famous Bonterre. Follow them on Facebook. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere, sent straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO Podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify Podcasts. And do that. It's a lot of fun. You'll get that just sent right to you. It's 723 from KFMO. Stay tuned. We have our JKK Inheritance Haven of Potosi report coming up with Director Ronnie Dubois. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. In good times and in bad, we're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. As a business owner, you work hard every day, managing employees, overseeing day-to-day operations, 
there's not much time left to deal with the financial side. Are you maximizing your profits, paying estimated taxes on time, complying with federal and state payroll or sales and use tax? Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates. We offer small business accounting, bookkeeping, payroll, and financial planning for businesses. Learn more at boyd-cpa.com. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts. Boyd & Associates. Wednesday, July 26th, our eighth and final KFMO Classic and the ninth installment of the KFMO Classic Series. It's a softball Class 1 state championship between the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors, who were on their way to their first ever title in program history as they battled Concordia, the Orioles, in a thrilling nine-inning game that was our penultimate broadcast in this year's sports season. It re-airs in its entirety Wednesday, July 26th at 6 on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Well, this is the start from KFMO, and it's time to get into our interview with JKK Inheritance Haven of Potosi. It's the monthly report, and on the phone lines with us is Ronnie Dubois. She's the executive director of the group. Good morning, Ronnie. How are you today? Good morning, Mike. I'm doing great. Well, it's great to have you with us. Uh, I guess you have uh, some of this hot weather, too. You're not that far away from us. Correct. It is definitely Missouri where it's not just the heat, it's the humidity. Right. <laughs> I was going to say humidity. Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, this morning I got out to take the trash down to the road, you know, and it was probably, I don't know, about 4 o'clock in the morning. And it felt pretty good at that time. We had some wind and everything. But uh, today, oh, heat advisory goes into effect at 11 o'clock. So uh, let's talk about what your group does and what you're up to with uh uh, you fight human trafficking of all kinds, and I just think that's really a wonderful thing that you do. Um, how long have you been doing this kind of thing? Oh, let's see. Um, approximately six years we've been involved in, in learning about what's going on and raising awareness and speaking to the community and educating the community that this is in small town America. This is in Park Hills. It's in Farmington. It's in Potosi. It's in every community across this country. And the reason we don't realize it is we buy into the Hollywood scenario that this is in some other country. This is in metropolitan areas. This could not possibly touch our small, wholesome, healthy families where we like football and country music and and uh, fairs and and this wholesome, you know, culture that we have, it couldn't possibly couldn't possibly touch us, but it does, because there are vulnerable there are vulnerable populations in every community, and those vulnerable populations have no voice, and so many times we don't see them or we don't want to see them, we don't want to look at the poorer people, we don't want to look at the ones who are who are maybe the troubled kids and think, well, why are they the troubled kids? Well, their backgrounds are, they're being abused. They're in families where the parents are absent and the kids are basically taking care of themselves and the parents may be drug and alcohol addicted or they're gone all the time or there's maybe some mental handicaps going on and those are vulnerabilities. Maybe they're foster kids. Maybe they've been abused before, which does not make them stronger. It makes them more vulnerable to predators. And those predators are not walking around in trench coats looking weird. Yes, some of them have that, 
nasty, stringy hair that are, you know, not not people that we necessarily would turn our children over to and go, oh, yeah, hey, you want to take my kid to the park? Yeah, go ahead. Um, but some of them are the are what we would consider the normal people in our community. They look just like us. Maybe they, they wear uh, a suit or um, business casual clothing. Maybe they're the youth leader at church. Maybe they're a coach. Maybe they're... Uh, they do um, help with the uh, boys and girls town. Maybe uh, maybe they're the CEO of the bank or something, and they just look normal. And we have to stop that thinking. We have to stop that because some of them are actually wolves in in those sheep's clothing. They're wolves, and they smell that blood of those vulnerable populations. And they want to exploit that. They want to exploit that for monetary gain for themselves. Um, the human trafficking brings in $150 billion a year. It's an industry. It's the fastest growing industry outside of drugs in this country. And the thing about trafficking humans, though, is they're reusable. Once a drug is used, it's gone. It has to be replaced. Mm-hmm. But humans, humans are reusable repeatedly, multiple times every single day. It's not like, oh, it's your birthday, you get the day off. No. Oh, it's Christmas, you get the day off. No. No. 365 days a year, they're being used. I was going to ask you if there had been an increase in this kind of thing because from a news director standpoint, uh, I write these stories from the facts we get from law enforcement and it just feels like I'm seeing a few more of those than I did a few years ago, you know, five years ago, six years ago, or whatever. But uh, I feel there's an increase. Are the statistics showing that? Barely. They, they, um, there, there is an increase, to answer your question. Yes, there is an increase of rescuing that's going on because people, their eyes are starting to open and they're starting to see that this is a bigger issue than what they realize because even 20 years ago, the term human trafficking was not widely known or used. It was in another country. It wasn't, it wasn't really here. But, yes, the, the statistics are starting to climb up a little bit. Um, just if you look at the news stories, and, and I was told about a case in St. Charles where I don't, I don't know all exactly the information, but some people have been rescued and, and the traffickers caught. I don't know the details of where exactly the case stands right now. But we're starting to see that. But it's still the tip of the iceberg. We need to realize that it is the iceberg. It is a huge portion under the water that we're not seeing. So statistics are based on known information and known cases. How much more, if it's $150 billion a year that we know of, what do you think the, the amount is that's floating under the water? Mm-hmm. It's astronomical and it's mind-blowing. One victim, and she, she's actually gone from vic, victim to victor right now because she is, she is taking on um, this issue on, on multiple levels. And on top of that, she's blind. I mean, you want to talk about a warrior McDonald is wow. That is incredible. It's it out of the park. But what this is something that she says. 
that that she knows this is a, a huge, huge issue. And people be, can become overwhelmed and feel like it's so huge, I don't stand a chance of making a difference to anybody. She said, no, that's not true. If you help one person, it's as if you've helped us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that too. I just, I just stood there, wow, wow, because you're doing something. You're not just turning a blind eye. You're not denying it. If you're making a difference for one and you can rescue and help rescue one, it absolutely matters. It certainly does. Uh, we're visiting with Ronnie Dubois. She's the founder and director of JKK Inheritance Haven of Potosi. Ronnie, uh, tell us about some signs we might look for in human trafficking and then maybe some resources we can use to help fight it. Some of the signs are going to be those vulnerable communities and, and, and watching what is happening with them. How, are they inappropriately addressed? Are they in a, in a real revealing outfit for their age group and that's not really appropriate and, and it's uh, 20 degrees outside? Are they out at 2 o'clock in the morning on certain streets? Are they uh, around hotel rooms? Are they, is the person, quote, chaperoning them? Um, sketchy in the behavior as far as what they're allowing this child to be wearing and doing and interacting with multiple men? Are they, is this going on at a hotel that is along an interstate corridor or near an airport, near a casino? These things go around, on around a lot around casinos. Um, it sounds like if, if, we just pay, if we just pay attention, you know, and and think about some of these things, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. We, but we have to be willing to see what we don't want to see. It's the, it's the seamier, uglier side of life, and we don't like, we don't like to think about that or, or look at that or think that it's somebody in our community that's maybe in our church or in school with our kids or living in our neighborhood. We don't, we don't want to think about that because... If we think about that, then we have to think that, wow, this might could happen to one of my kids. Mm-hmm. This and, could happen to my niece. Oh, yeah. I remember you've talked about that. And, and once you see that, it's something you can never forget. It changes your life from that point on. Maybe that's why some people don't want to see it, too. But we can't let that stop us if we think, well, if I feel like my life's changed, what would it be like if I were a victim? So when you think when you think of it that way, uh, I encourage people step up and and all you have to do sometimes is just make a phone call, and exactly you know nobody and would I even got know a who whole it was. List of phone calls, a phone, whole list, whole list. The the first line of defense is if in, if you're not trained with law enforcement or the military to to physically intervene, then by all means don't because you could get hurt. And they could, they could go ahead and kill the victim because they don't want the victim to talk. So call law enforcement. Make that call to 911. That's your first call. But here's the thing. Don't stop there because 911 is your local people, and a lot of times they do not have they'll, – they'll go in and they'll make the initial contact. They, they will go in and look at what you're reporting. And you need to report what the description was of the vehicle, of the clothing, of the people involved, the d- adults and the children. What was, what was there about the activity going on that made you suspicious? Is there anything like uh, 
accents or body types, again, clothing, scars, tattoos, anything like that that you can report. And after you make that initial phone call to 911, please go ahead and call the Missouri State Highway Patrol. Call the Attorney General's Office. Call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Call the Department of Homeland Security. Call the National Human Trafficking Resource Center because those higher entities have a, a, a larger database. They have more money. They have more resources to connect phone calls. Oh, this is going on here. That matches the description of that dude that we got a phone call about last week. And they can start connecting patterns of behavior and patterns of movement and stand a better chance of catching these guys and freeing the victims. So make, make multiple phone calls so that these people can be rescued and the perpetrators can be caught. Ronnie, uh, if anybody has any questions, can they can they call you and talk to you about it, or or what? Absolutely, absolutely, and I can give them these contact numbers if if it's harder for them to look them up. Um, my phone number is five seven three four three. No, I'm starting to no five seven three eight five four two zero three one. That's why I didn't want to give a bunch of phone numbers on the on the air because I'll transpose numbers. But my number, again, is 573-854-2031. And, yes, I can connect you with these uh, resources and contact numbers. Uh, we can talk about any questions you have. If you want us to come and speak at your family, your business, your civic club, your women's Bible study, men's prayer breakfast, your congregation, ministerial alliance, any of those things. If you want us to come and speak, we will definitely come and speak. Give me a call. Ronnie, thanks so much for your time today. It's always great to get you on and uh, talk about these uh, difficult subjects they need taken care of. So thanks for being with us today and look forward to getting you back next month. Thank you, Mike. I so appreciate your support and, and always being so kind to give us time. Oh, you bet. We need to do this. So uh, I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. That is Ronnie Dubois. Now, she's the founder and uh, director of the JKK Inheritance Haven of Potosi, fighting uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and uh, doing a great job. So stay tuned. We have weather and then it's news next at KFMO. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. When you're looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthiness, accuracy, up-to-date knowledge of tax laws. In the real world, considerations like those are always important. Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Partly sunny and hot today. Our high temperatures this afternoon right around 100 degrees. Southwesterly winds 15 to near 30 miles per hour. Partly cloudy. We back it down into the mid-70s tonight. Sunny skies, low 100s on Thursday, and then Friday back to sunny skies are high 100 to 103. Low 100s again on Saturday. Sunday, blue sky and sunshine. Highs just a smidge cooler into the middle 90s. From the Parklands 24-Hour Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope online at sfccp.org.
Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 26th. A bit behind this morning at this point. It's uh, 7.39 at KFMO. We have news now. We'll have sports coming up. Also, the Career Connection and your money now. So stay with us. In this newscast, though, we're going to talk about a power outage in Madison and Wayne counties. We'll talk about the Ozark Regional Library wrapping up their summer programs. And, of course, the KFMO B-104 night at the Farmington Water Park is being called a success after raising over $1,430 for the St. Francis County Rotary Club this year's chosen charity. An owner and managing partner with Odell Media Group, Chuck Odell, says it was a true team effort with many business leaders in the parkland donating items that we could use as prizes at the event. A lot of our you know, businesses stepped up and gave us a lot of neat things for mm-hmm. people to be able to have a chance to win. And we just really appreciate all of our local businesses just you know, donating and making this such a good event and such a good fundraiser. The president of the St. Francis County Rotary, Annette Schnabel, explains partnerships like that will help in the Rotary's efforts when they make communities better. We actually have so many activities that we want to sponsor this year as Rotary, so your sponsoring us is making a huge difference. But thanks so much to KFMO for sponsoring us. The two grand prizes, a boy's bike and a girl's bike, were awarded to Isaiah Brooks and also a 12-year-old Ivy Barton of Park Hills. Records show there were 372 people at Tuesday night's event. Leaders of the Ozark Regional Library are wrapping up their summer programs, but they still have some opportunities the rest of this week. The executive director of Ozark Regional Libraries, Michelle Swain, says there are fun events today in Fredericktown and Ironton. We have what's called the Rube Goldberg Extravaganza. Rube Goldberg, he was a cartoonist, but he was also a maker. He loved to build things. And so he did this um, kind of contest on who could make the coolest machine to do a simple task. So we'll be building things. Swain adds the events in Ironton continue tomorrow. For more information, you can visit ozarkregional.org. Nearly 600 Madison customers or rather, Madison County customers of Black River Electric have their power restored now after an outage Tuesday evening that extended into Madison and even Wayne counties. Information from Black River Electric's website shows their electric supplier, M&A Electric, responded to the outages prior to 5 p.m. Authorities are still trying to determine the cause of that outage. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Wednesday, July 26th. We have sports coming up next with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned. Always check our website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side tonight, we conclude our KFMO Classic Series with a softball Class 1 state championship game that was won by the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors after they beat the Concordia Orioles 2-1 to in nine innings in broadcast game 333 of the season on May 23rd of this year. The game was tied 1-1 to throughout its majority after these two runs came Came early in the contest. Valley scored in the top of the first, then Concordia in the bottom of the second. The only time we saw Joggerst in the game yesterday was when she came on in the uh, bottom of the sixth to pinch run for Nicole Gag. The 2-2. 
She lifts this one towards right field. That one's going to get over the head of the right fielder after she came in first. It's going to roll all the way to the wall. They're going to wave Woke around third. She's going to try and score from third first, and she does. And Valley Catholic an early lead, one nothing on KFMO with two outs in the inning on the RBI double from Michaela Joggerst. 19 extra base hits for Inman as well. 13 doubles, a triple, and four homers, nine walks, seven stolen bases, four strikeouts. She'll launch this one to left center field. That'll back up the center fielder. That'll get over the fence, and it's gone. A tie game, one-to-one in the bottom of the second as Kaya Enman produces her fifth home run of the season. And the Concordia faithful on their feet. And it's 1-1 as they put the wrong score on the scoreboard. Now they change it. It wouldn't be until the top of the ninth when Addie Donzi stepped in, being 0-4, but would come through with a go-ahead RBI double. The 1-1. Up the middle. That gets through. That's going to get to the wall. They're going to send home the runner. Gag around. The throw comes into the cutoff man, and Valley Catholic has the lead. 2-1 in the top of the ninth inning. Pitcher Avery Zipperich concluded her incredible 2023 campaign with three. Three more outs in the bottom of the ninth to claim Valley Catholic's first title in program history. It's a 3-2 count. The payoff pitch from Ziprich on the ground towards the shortstop played. But the backhand to throw across the diamond. And Weiler does it again in the field. One away on a solid play by Weiler to wait on the two hopper. Backhand it and fire a strike to flee at first. Gag getting the sign. From the dugout, now gives it to Ziprich. Likes the first one she sees. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. Valley Catholic and out away. Out number two and strike out number 14 in the game for Ziprich. The 0-1. Lifted in the air. This could do it. Backing up the first baseman. Fleek is there. And just like that, Valley Catholic first championship in program history. And it comes on May 23rd, 2023 at 1.12 p.m. And they've done it. A 2-1 to final score. And the Lady Warriors are the champions of Class 1. This KFMO Classic re-airs in its entirety tonight at 6 on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. You can go back and listen to all eight of the KFMO Classics in the Audio Vault page of our website, kfmosports.com. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were going for a series winner on Tuesday night in Arizona, but the Diamondbacks had other plans, winning Game 2 of the three-game series to set up the rubber match. Mike Reeves, what happened in Tuesday's game? The Diamondbacks scored three times in the eighth inning against two St. Louis relief pitchers to rally past the Cardinals 3-1 to in Arizona. Jake McCarthy's run-scoring single off of JoJo Romero tied it, then Corbin Carroll's pinch hit two-run triple with two outs off of Chris Stratton gave the Diamondbacks the lead. The only St. Louis run scored when Brendan Donovan stole home as part of a double steal. Both starting pitchers were terrific. Arizona's Merrill Kelly giving up one run over six innings. The Cardinals' Steven Matz tossed shutout ball for six innings. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Cards manager Oliver Marmol left the righty Chris Stratton in to face a left-handed hitting Corbin Carroll. That was in the eighth inning. Carroll tripled, scoring two runs. Marmol says he was comfortable letting Stratton work through that situation. Stratton's been really good. Um, um, specific, I mean, on lefties, 
he's done a really nice job. High punch out rate, um, high ground ball rate. I mean, he's done his job against both, but lefties, he's been pretty dominant. Starting pitcher Steven Matz has put together a pair of quality starts since returning to the Cardinals rotation. What has that meant to him? I think it's important, you know. You want to contribute to the team. You want to you want to be an asset, and so just to be able to find myself being able to do that is is a good feeling. Marmol on Matz's six shutout innings. Matz did a really nice job. Uh, Changeup was good. Um, fastball got away from him at times, but attacked the zone and uh, was aggressive. But uh, gave us a shot. The rubber match of the series is this afternoon. It's a two forty first pitch. That means pregame coverage begins at one forty five. You can tune in to B one hundred four point three to catch the game and hear Jack Flaherty make what could be his final start in a Redbird uniform. Other Cardinal news, and they released their two thousand twenty four spring training schedule that features fifteen home games and seventeen road games, including three games as the visiting team against Miami, giving them 18 total games at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. The Cardinals and Marlins will play a total of seven games next spring. St. Louis will host six different Grapefruit League opponents in 2024, including home games against the Boston Red Sox on February 27th and Minnesota Twins March 5th. The club will also host four games with the Marlins and three with the Washington Nationals, Houston Astros, and New York Mets. The Redbirds will travel to Fort Myers to to face the Red Sox and Twins on back-to-back days, March 12th and 13th. The Cards will play at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium on nine weekend dates. Additionally, the team's spring training schedule features a pair of split squad dates featuring home and away games on both Saturday, February 24th and Tuesday, March 19th, when the team will host the Marlins and also play at the New York Mets. The Cards will break camp on Sunday, March 24th, following their game against the Houston Astros, then play the Chicago Cubs in a a pair of spring training games Monday, March 25th and Tuesday, March 26th at Sloan Park in Mesa, Arizona before opening their 2024 regular season schedule on Thursday, March 28th in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. Other Major League Baseball news and the Atlanta Braves turned an unorthodox 8-3-5 triple play Tuesday night after some suspect base running by the Boston Red Sox on a lazy fly ball to center field. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is competing in the NC season League Cup on Thursday for their second group play match. City lost to Columbus on Sunday, and now they battle Club America tomorrow night. In St. Louis, it's a 9 o'clock kickoff at City Park. And the NASCAR Cup Series is at Richmond Raceway on Sunday. Michael McDowell is on the playoff bubble and may need to win to save his season. With five races left before the NASCAR playoffs, where is his confidence ahead of Sunday's Cookout 400? I think our, our short track program this year has come so far. You know, last year it was a struggle and in previous years it's been a struggle uh, but you know Richmond in that that first spring race we had good speed good strategy ended up getting a top 10 so you know what what we've learned at Phoenix and New Hampshire and Gateway and you know at Richmond I feel like is applied everywhere so you know we got confidence going back there look it's not our strongest track we know that but our short track program has come a long way feel like we could put together solid results and that's what we need to do right now to stay in the playoff hunt this Sunday's cookout 400 at Richmond Raceway can be heard on KFMO with pre-race starting at one and the green flag waves an hour later at two o'clock that's sports I'm Jared Pettis Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. 
Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Wednesday, July 26th, that's the day, 7.50 is the time, Career Connection, it's now here on KFMO, then we'll have our University of Missouri Extension Report. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection, heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. Taylor Engineering is hiring for a civil designer or engineer. This position assists with activities in engineering, design, and construction. Apply in person at 109 East Columbia Street in Farmington or send resume via email to lwillis at taylorengineeringllc.com. Riverview at the Park Care and Rehabilitation Center in St. Genevieve is currently hiring for charge nurses. Apply in person today at 1100 Progress Parkway in St. Genevieve or call 573-883-3500, 573-883-3500. If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or B104FM.com. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for breaking news out of Park Hills, Missouri. Chris and Jamie would like to announce that they are retiring from the furniture business. That's right, Patsy's Furniture will be closing their doors. The prices have been slashed lower than they've ever been before. Everything in the store has been priced with cash and carry discounts up to 80% off of MSRP. They still have 24 months, no interest financing available, as well as no credit needed financing. From brick oven pizza to pasta, salads, and appetizers, everything is made with fresh, high-quality ingredients at Pizza 101 South in Bontaire. Build your own or try out one of Pizza 101 South's daily lunch specials. Pizza 101 South on South Division Street in world-famous Bontaire. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicaid and Medicaid. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or call them at 573-756-8998. With the best names and appliances, shop Hefner Furniture and Appliance, Popper Bluff and Farmington. Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Amana. Save hundreds with package deals, 0% financing. There's no place like Hefner Furniture and Appliance, Popper Bluff and Farmington. As a business owner, you work hard every day managing employees, overseeing day-to-day -day operations. There's not much time left to deal with the financial side. Are you maximizing your profits, paying estimated taxes on time, complying with federal and state payroll or sales and use tax? Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates. We offer small business accounting, bookkeeping, payroll, and financial planning for businesses. Learn more at boyd-cpa.com. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts. Boyd & Associates. 
Well, it's the start here on KFMO AM 1240, and we still have time this hour for our University of Missouri Extension Report. Let's go to the phone lines now and visit with Misty Ritter. Misty is in the Jefferson County office, and she's uh, an engagement specialist with the Extension Center. Good morning, Misty. How are you today? Good morning, Mike. Um, You know, you host us on, and we really appreciate um, the opportunity to share out. I always check in my colleagues and ask them what they need folks to hear about. And one thing we want to share is that the USDA did designate a couple of our counties as natural disaster areas related to our drought. And what that does is it opens up their opportunity um, to get some emergency loan service from the Farm Service Agency. So I just wanted to let folks know that Jefferson, Franklin, and Crawford did receive that designation. And that means that contiguous counties around them, and that includes St. John, St. Francis, Iron Dent, et cetera, are eligible. And we need them to contact the um, union uh, service center over in Franklin County. And I've got a number that I'd like to share. Great. That sounds really wonderful. Go ahead. So that's 636-583-2303. And that's going to put them over to any of the farm service agencies. Um, But if you give the union office a call, they can give folks more information about that um, emergency drought-related loan system that they've set up to help um, folks adjust to what's been going on with our weather and our crop outcomes. Um, just a real quick question, uh, Misty, on the drought. Uh, what's the latest you've heard? I know that we got some rain recently, but that didn't solve our problem, I wouldn't think. Well, we we look at that drought monitoring map often. Debbie Kelly is our horticulture specialist at our Jefferson County office. She stays pretty on top of that. And, of course, we know that a lot of the that rain went north into the northern Jefferson County, St. Louis area. Um, but the drought, the drought map still looks pretty tough, starting in southern Jefferson County and working their way down and west. So um, it is still continues to be a concern. Yeah, and we have a heat advisory from the National Weather Service all the way through Friday, starting this morning too. So not much help sure. there. Yeah. And I and I know we're all looking forward to fall, kind of getting out of summer. So the other thing I wanted to share with you is a class, a statewide program that's starting in the fall. Um, it's a class that meets on Wednesday evenings for 10 weeks, and it's called Neighborhood Leadership Academy. And it's a statewide class. Um, folks can jump online and join folks around the state that are seeking uh, skills and ideas and resources on how to make projects in their communities and their neighborhoods. Maybe that neighborhood is their church could be a school district, it could be a housing association, or it could be um, a group of folks that have a concern about um, a park in their in their area. Gives them some skills. Our Neighborhood Leadership Academy runs 10 weeks on Wednesday evenings. It's a virtual class. And right now, we have scholarship applications available through August the 7th. And I would encourage folks to get on to the University of Missouri Extension website, and just search out Neighborhood Leadership Academy. Look for that registration and that scholarship information, and they're welcome to call any of the extension offices in their counties um, to get a specific link to where to get to that easily. 
Misty, you've got it covered, and thank you so much for all the information this morning. I have to go to CBS News here in a few seconds, but thanks again for calling in and, and making this report. It's so important to people, and we appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. You too. That's Misty Ritter now. She is an Extension uh, Engagement Specialist with the University of Missouri Extension in the Jefferson County office. Give them a call. Find out more about that leadership program coming up. And if you're in need of that uh, USDA emergency loan, that help there, be sure to check into that too. And that's our Extension Office report for the month. CBS News next here. It's 8 o'clock at KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown. We the people.